Welcome. Another short episode. Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. Thanks, Tops, Benini, Upper Deck, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, Heritage Auctions, and Huggins and Scott Auctions. I've slept on my episode about uh, mortality, uh, specifically looking at my hockey card collection as an example, and I realized I, I probably rushed through that. And the whole point of the episode and that treatment, as, as, as I've looked at it and John Newman's looked at it, is that is that when somebody passes away, there there is this mad scramble and this difficulty, uh, obviously, in prioritizing. And I, I really didn't, didn't do that for you. So, And it's not uh, really helpful to tell your surviving spouse, here is what you need to do. Here's the 373 easy steps. <laughs> it needs to be a lot shorter and simpler. And I really didn't do that. But I think these episodes about mortality are an iteration toward uh, uh, greater understanding Again, the goal is to provide a roadmap or some insights for your heirs or your, like I said, your, your, the surviving people behind so they'd know what to do and would want to honor your memory, but also not uh, uh, give away stuff that has value and know how to treat it. So, so I decided to go back through because that was yesterday and how's today. And this won't be a real long episode, but I realized I shouldn't, ex- and I wasn't giving the auction houses a bad rap or any dealer because they're in it to make money. I have no problem with that. And I wouldn't expect them to do anything that I wouldn't do. So if I apply the what would I do to what I might expect Heritage Auctions or Huggins and Scott Auctions to do, then that's a reasonable standard that there has to be some connection between how much money uh, would be generated as well as how much time that would take. So unhelpfully, I provided 13 categories of hockey stuff that I had here in my uh, around, either at the bank or in a closet. But number one was the modern complete sets. And I just got to tell you, that's, you know, if they wind up being a, in, after you break it down and there's only, it's a bunch of sets that are $30 on average and they're really pretty common. Uh, again, the sets that are in the magazine, it's, it's not worth spending a lot of time on that because the money is just not going to be there. They aren't, there aren't people that are just dying to get some of those sets. They may need uh, one, but not another. No one's going to pay anything close to uh, a good price for that. So uh, the time would be one pass through. So whoever's going through it, just make sure there's nothing great in there and then let her rip, send it off to uh, Huggins and Scott. The, the second one was the other complete set. Same thing. A lot of these are 20, 30, $40 sets. Uh, again, no one's, I won't say no one, but not many people are expressly looking for it. There needs to be, again, one pass through. You might pull out something if it was really, really good. Other than that, send it off to Bill Huggins, uh, let her rip. The NHL team sets, again, as I reflect, again, lower priority in the sense that the the price that's going to be gained there is not going to be uh, huge. But still, and I've done a lot of the work because I've got, uh, they're already uh, set apart by franchise, by team. And, uh, and Mike Friedman, you'd get first dibs on uh, the Avs. But that, again, not a lot of time there. Somebody will be happy if they get their Maple Leafs or Canadians. Number four is probably would require a little bit more time because I think it's more of an exceptional collection because I really was pretty exhaustive. This is peculiar to me and to what our company did, but we have a lot of unusual sets that would be difficult to accumulate. And if those were uh, put together in one giant lot or an international lot or a junior lot, it's possible that someone who wants to be an exhaustive collector and really dig deep into those early and frankly, pre-rookie cards, there, there could be um, some spirited bidding there because it's a more of a one-of-a-kind collection. The fifth group were the player groups, and that's the, where the the panning for gold really has some potential. So there need to be a greater pass-through. That's that's the lot that has the greatest differential in terms of how it is examined. If no one looked at it, it would go for way too cheap. Obviously, it can't be broken down to every single player, but if I had time, I'd probably break out a player at a time 
but you'd still be left with some players and they'd just be grouped up. But the sixth one was this miscellaneous box of uh, hockey cards with the Hall of Famers. Again, I, I wouldn't spend any time on that. It's, it's whatever, whoever gets it, bless them. That go to Huggins and Scott. It's again, it's already labeled the uh, no name serial number cards. I wouldn't lose any sleep on whatever Rob Veris said. Hey, I'll give you X for it. N- no problem. And the hockey commons, the price for Rich Klein, that's free. Again, no, no, uh, it's hands free pretty much. Come and get them rich. <laughs> Wait till I'm gone. The graded cards. Again, very simple, not a big deal. If it's a graded card and it's hockey and it's sitting back here, send it off to to uh, Com C. If uh, Heritage is over here and says, "Well, that's only a fifty dollar card," we're not concerned about that. Com C, that's in their wheelhouse. Hockey cards in the safe deposit box. After my wife pulls out whatever hockey is in there, which there's a little bit, again, give it to give it to Heritage, and they would they'll do a good job. Not a lot of time on their part. The fine art, the paintings, same thing. Just. Heritage can take what they want if they don't for auction, <laughs> and then anything else can go to my my wife will, and heirs will figure that out. The the Wall of Fame already told. And then lastly, and I do want to get some feedback from this. I, I just ran out of time, but the Com C treatment, there, there's there's value there. And one thing I like about Com C, it's an opportunity for me to take my extra cards and get them in the hands of people mostly who want them for their own collection that they're not flipping. Uh, I think I'm priced appropriately to where people can't easily flip. On the other hand, uh, I'm willing to accept offers most of the time for people that are uh, one for their collection. So, but my approach to decrement or put increasingly on sale the portfolio that I have there, uh, I'd love to get some feedback on that. I think uh, I was probably a little bit conservative in the episode, the yesterday's episode, which you really need to listen to before you listen to this, because if you don't, you'll maybe not know what I'm talking about. But where I was saying maybe $50 or more would go to uh, eBay through my ComC if it's listed at $50. Well, I'd, it, it, it'd be, if I'm passed away, it'd obviously be better to go perhaps as low as the $20 that, that ComC recommends. But again, it wouldn't be an instant sale, but over the course of a few months that, that the illiquidity would, would be converted. And that's really what this is about is you've, card, cards are, you know, are, 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 have value to collectors, not to non-collectors, but they value collectors. But that value has to be, uh, mined in a way. Uh, that is that you can extract the value and to do that you've got to you've got to put it out there in ways that the people that are looking for it can can pay a fair price probably even a little bit of a bargain price but that people can get what they want and uh, and go from there so again every every card winds up somewhere and uh, the pedigree of the cards is uh, is kind of cool and back in the day you'd hear stories from the old guys of not only this valuable card but they got it from uh, a certain person so again thanks for indulging me if you're in my, my age or older you ought to be thinking about this and if you're younger you may have an older person in your life as well it's always good to be prepared uh, before you think you need to be so thanks again have a great weekend i'll see you on monday